Welcome back to another Unmute Presents. I know normally it's Marty on a Thursday episode chatting with someone, but I figured I'd take over today and sit down with a friend of the show and co-contributor. I don't, uh, co-host of mine. We'll just call him Demasi. And we will <laughs> uh, have Demasi telling us today about some interesting security developments, especially for iOS users and some ways you can lock things down. And, and this is probably something most listeners haven't heard about. So Demasi, how are you? And take it away with what you want to share today. So I'm doing good. Doing good. Glad to be back on our mute. We hijacked your show, Marty. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so now we can tell everyone to go listen to technically working. Exactly. See my master plan there. There you go. Your own pay.com slash TW. All right. So what I wanted to bring to light today is, and some people may have been hearing about this in the news recently, because it has been making banner headlines. Um, the primary thing that struck this off is there have been, there's a new technique being employed to steal people's iPhones and basically get them locked out of their Apple ID account. It's kind of how the overall general security story that I'm going to talk about today start coming to light is because on your iPhone, and again, this probably works on iPads as well, but most likely people are going to steal Android. your phone because you're moving around. In the oh, world no, it won't phone. work on Androids, would it? Necessarily. No, I so funnily enough, um, I'll, I'll mention this now. I don't know the specific details as much as I do about iOS at the moment because I haven't had time to sit down with my Pixel and, and, and poke at it. Uh, but this, uh, I'm not going to call it vulnerability because it's not a vulnerability. This um, hole in your overall security of your device also exists on Android as well. Essentially what it comes down to is you can change your Apple ID password or if you're an Android user, you can change your uh, Google password from your device just by knowing the passcode to your device. Now, it's your device, right? So you know your passcode. So I can go into settings on my iPhone or settings on a Pixel, uh, but specifically on the iPhone because I know those steps exactly. Go to settings, tap on your name at the very top of the list right below the search field, and go to password and security. There's an option there to change your Apple ID password. All it requires you to enter is your your phone unlock pin. Like you don't have to know your prior password. You don't have to go through any other validation at all. They just ask for your passcode to your device. You type that in, and then next screen you're presented with is to uh, enter and re-enter your new Apple ID password and save. Uh, after that, you're going to be asked if you have, you know, as most of us probably do, multiple devices signed in with that same Apple ID. Do you want to sign those other devices out of this Apple ID? That That is there specifically more so from Apple's perspective to protect you. So if something has gotten stolen or if you think someone has managed to hack into your Apple ID or, or breach your Apple ID password, you can lock out any devices that are not under your control by saying, yes, log out everything else, right? It's a little bit of a pain. But, but it sounds easy. It sounds like this is pretty convenient to go in and change my password really easily. It is super convenient. Now, I learned about, I did not know about this. And that, that is one of the reasons that this has been getting so much coverage is a lot of people, even Apple, you know, more geeky, nerdy people like us did not know that this was a thing. Now, I learned about this a couple of months ago when helping a friend reset her Apple ID password. Mm. Uh, I walked her right up to the point of tap on this button for passwords and security. There's a button right there to change your password. I expected her to have to go through some different steps. 
And lo and behold, I was surprised to enter your Apple ID, uh, enter your phone's unlock code. And she typed it in, and then there was the field to change your password. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I really said what you just said. Like, that is super convenient if you have completely forgotten your password. Yeah. However, this is why we cannot have nice things. Uh, and I understand why Apple did this, right? It did, this is not a ding on Apple or Google because, again, the same vulnerability exists or not vulnerability, excuse me. I really don't want to use that word because I don't count it as a vulnerability. The same potential flaw uh, uh, or the same feature built in for user convenience can be used against you on Google uh, on Android phones as well. But from a customer service standpoint and a convenience standpoint i understand why they did this mm-hmm. because there are people just like the friend that i was helping who doesn't go into the apple store a lot she doesn't use uh face id on her phone so um there there's not the i you know opportunity to just use face id to download the app or anything like that she would have to know her password well she went to go download the app that i recommended she get and she's like i don't know my password that's why i haven't installed it so i was like i'll help you research your password super convenient for those people right because this happens Yes, yes. Uh, and there are those requirements for your password to have, you know, X number of uppercase letters and these many, you know, that number of digits and use a special character, et cetera. Like people forget those because they're not typing it in all the time. I understand why it's there. However, this is why we can't have nice things because some people just have to push. So what's been going on and what the news story that was written uh, originally, and I do apologize, I cannot attribute the right publication but i do know that joanna stern uh was was one of the reporters that wrote about this and she did some interviews with some um policemen out of new york as well as one out of uh, minneapolis i believe it was what's been happening is people have been social engineering situations where they're able to peek over your shoulder to see you you know covertly observe you entering your iphone's unlock code and then taking your phone and running off with it. Because at that point, they have the ability to reset your password now. And not only that, lock you out of your devices. So once that happens, they now have the only device to sign into your Apple ID. They know the password to your Apple ID because they've just changed it. And furthermore, they're able to receive two-factor or or second-factor authentications from Apple if they want to sign in anywhere else, which basically gives them a lot of leeway, right? They can start trying to, um, you know, access applications that are not well-protected, and I'll get into that a little bit in a second. Um, You know, possibly make use of Apple Pay funds that you may have or cards that you have attached to Apple Pay to send money, different things that they can do. But in addition to that, you're completely locked out of your account. Like, how do you get back into your account at this point? Because not only don't you have a device to receive a second factor code or authentication from Apple, you also don't know your password anymore because what it was is not what it is. So if I'm traveling... Over the summer, because, you know, we're back to, to traveling and stuff like that. You told me an interesting scenario uh, before we started recording. Why don't you give someone an example of how this could possibly impact them? And I'm thinking about it, especially if you're, like, traveling internationally and you can't replace your phone until you get home two or three days later. Like, that's kind of scary. That two or three days is a long time. I mean, it's not even two or three days. It could right. literally take two or three minutes, right? Because even if they 
take your phone and you're still standing in the United States and you can run to your local AT&T or Verizon or T-Mobile store or whomever and get a new phone replaced on insurance coverage. Like you still can't sign into it. You can't set it up because you don't have your Apple ID and you don't have an authorized device. So the scenario I gave you, and I'm going to modify it slightly from what I initially told you. So it makes a little bit more sense. The example that I'm going to give here is let's say you have a group of people, group of friends that are out. Maybe they haven't, you know, been able to see each other for in a while because they're traveling or whatever. And there are some sighted and, and you know, sighted people there. And, and the sighted part here is kind of important for this particular scenario. There are some other scenarios that maybe don't require you to see. But let's go with some social engineering. Group of friends hanging out. They're at a restaurant, you know, nice bar and grill, you know, whooping it up, big thing. And, you know, people talk to each other in, in, in social spaces. So you got one person in this group and there are groups of people working these these kind of social engineering situations. So you got one person or, or a couple of people that are the talkers, right? They're, they're the people to get your attention. And, oh, oh, how are you doing? How's it going? You know, what are you guys up to? You look like you're you know, having a great time or whatever. Oh, yeah, you know, we haven't been able to hang out with each other since, you know, before the lockdowns or whatever. All right, cool. Why don't I take a picture for you guys to you know, take a picture of all of you to commemorate this, right? One of the people in the group of friends hands over their phone to this person. The phone's still locked now because you can do the little swipe to the left and you bring up the camera and somebody can take pictures for you without ever having to unlock your phone. It's a great feature. So they do that and they snap a couple of pictures and they hand the phone back and they innocently say, as you would, you know, take a look at them to, you know, make sure I got a got a good picture for you that you're happy with the picture because I can take another one while I'm still standing here, right? Everything about this seems reasonable up to this point, right, Mike? Yep. Yep. I I think I've been in that situation a time or two. Now, here's what has happened unbeknownst to the people in the group, especially the person who handed their phone over to have the picture taken is the uh, co-conspirator here has pressed those two keys, your lock button and the volume up button to force your phone into lock status so that you now have to enter your passcode. Face ID, touch ID will not unlock your biometrics, will not unlock your device anymore. You're going to have to enter your passcode first. Yep. Great feature. Glad Apple made it. I really appreciate it. They have done this. They don't. You don't have to know that they did. There's no indication that this has been done until you go to unlock your phone to take a look at the pictures. And what are people going to nine times out of 10 think if they just handed their phone to a perfect stranger to take some pictures and then they get it back and they have to enter their passcode? Nothing. I mean, the- you're going to assume that Face ID was trying to unlock the uh-huh. phone while they yep. were getting set up to take the picture, right? And it yep. couldn't identify the face, so then it fell back to your passcode, right? Again, everything seems perfectly normal. There's nothing out of the ordinary about anything that has just happened up until this point that you are aware of. Well, unbeknownst to you, there are other co-conspirators in this group that are at an angle so that they can try to watch you type in your passcode to your phone. Not the person that just handed it back to you that took the picture. They're standing in front of you. They got your attention. Somebody over your shoulder, somebody behind you, somebody off at an angle, somebody holding their phone in such a way so that they can try to zoom in on your screen as you're typing in your passcode so that they can get that. They see you type in your code. They're pretty sure they have it. They give a signal to the person who's standing in front of you who then reaches out, snatches your phone and runs away. And then the scenario I outlined up front happens. They go in, they unlock your phone with the passcode. They go to settings, they change your Apple ID passcode, and they also log you out of all your other devices. Now they have control of your iPhone and your Apple ID account. And there's lots of nefarious things they can get up to with that information. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's scary. So do you have any tips for people who might be traveling independently for keeping them, themselves safe or things they should be aware of? So the first thing I would say is, number one, be aware just of who is around you when you're entering your Apple ID password. Whether this was a problem or not, be aware who's around you when you're entering your Apple ID. I mean, not your Apple ID password, your phone's unlock code or any password for that matter that you have to type in on the screen. Like, just be aware. If you don't feel comfortable, put your phone back in your pocket and do it later. It's not that important. It's not going to be the end of the world. Uh, Second thing I would say is for voiceover users specifically, uh, turn your screen curtain on one because nobody can see what you're doing on your screen if they can't see what's on the screen right they may be able to possibly guess but they can't see what you're actually typing because your screen is dark secondarily for voiceover users though don't feel all smug and say oh yeah i can just turn on my screen curtain and i'm fine right nobody can see what i'm doing you got your speech up you know, your volume level is up to like 75% and you think you're slick because your phone is set to 100% speech rate. Voiceover is at 100%. So it's talking along like this right here. And you don't think anybody can understand what your phone is saying. Uh-huh. So two things. Number one, lots of people listen to podcasts at very high speed. Be aware of that or audio books. And there are tons. I mean, look at the money that Audible and Amazon are making. Uh, look at how many podcasts exist in the world. People listen to these things at high rates of speed. So don't feel like just because you're your immediate family who doesn't listen to podcasts and probably doesn't really listen to audio books either doesn't understand what your phone is saying. Right. You're not unique. People can understand fast rates of speech. Secondarily, if I were doing this, I'm not. But if I were, one of my backups would be because I am also aware that blind people exist in the world and phones talk. I have a little pocket recorder right here so I can record that and go back and play it at a slow down rate so I can hear what it said when you were typing in your passcode. So don't feel smug. Just be mindful. Uh, Take advantage of the fact that you do have a screen curtain to protect yourself in scenarios because we're not able to necessarily detect I don't know what people can see, right? As a blind person, a person who's been blind most of my life, I've had low vision at some point. I'm now totally blind. I have no real concept of what a person that has 20-20 vision or or anywhere close to that actually can see, Mm -hmm. right? I Mm -hmm. don't know what angles they can see things at. So the screen curtain is there for that reason, right? But don't be smug because you got your speech at 100%. Uh, Because three... 70% and three at 100% might sound pretty close together when you're Uh just entering one numbers, just saying. And And most people ain't typing that fast either, even though your speech is typing, you know, speaking fast, you're not typing that Mm -hmm. fast. Right, right. Um, The other thing that can be done for anybody, and you should consider if you think you're going to be in this scenario, uh, you know, me, I'm not so worried about this for a couple of reasons, because one, don't really hang out at bars all that much. And if I do happen to be, at, say, a national convention or something like that, I'm not handing somebody my phone to take a picture. Like, I'm just not handing you my phone, period. Someone else I is going want... to end up taking pictures. If I really want pictures, I'll get them from them. Exactly. Somebody in the group will take pictures. You know, they'll do the little thing where they set the phone up and set a timer or they'll set it up on something and and use their watch. Like, but I'm not handing my phone over to anybody, period, for any reason whatsoever, unless I'm coming back into the country and then I'm going to do that whole little lock thing. So, you know, yeah, have at it. But if you are that type of person, because not everybody's paranoid like me and not everybody's, you know, as unfriendly as I am either. um, Here's a tip. Screen time. 
You may or may not have ever used screen time. And I am going to endeavor to have a video out. It probably will not be done by the time Michael publishes this episode, uh, but it should be done by the time Unmute comes out on Tuesday when Michael and uh, Marty do the regular show. Wait, you guys still are doing this Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. So they'll drop a note. I'll, I'll make sure Mike knows to kind of drop a note there. And uh, maybe we can even update the feed with a link to said video uh, walking you through these steps. But use screen time, turn it on, set a screen time passcode for yourself. And the only thing that you want to disable, uh, and this is why I'm going to record a video because I don't remember the exact steps of doing this, set up a uh, screen time pin code so that you have to enter that code before you can make any account changes on your device. And that's the only thing you have to set up if you want to use screen time for other things or if you already are, continue doing so. Uh, I do know that this works because I did it to my kids' iPads, not because of this problem. I did this a couple of years ago. I didn't want them in there poking around in their accounts trying to do stuff and figuring out stuff. And then next thing I know, they're locked out of their Apple ID and we got this whole thing going on. So there's one way to protect yourself, because even if this scenario that I've outlined or, or something similar happens to you, you still a, a thief would still need to know the now. Unfortunately, it's just a four digit pin, but it will lock you out before I think they would guess it. Um, you have that extra layer that they can't just go change your Apple ID password without the screen time for digit pin, which is different from your phone pin. OK, or at least it should be. <laughs> There's another tip. Should be. Final, final tip I'm going to drop in here is use something better than just a four or six digit code for your pass, uh, for your, your, your phone's unlock code. I have switched back and I switched back and everybody did it during COVID. We all switched to using, you know, some kind of number input, just numbers. Now mine was more like 11 numbers as opposed to six, but I still switched to numbers because it was a whole lot easier when I couldn't unlock my phone mm-hmm. with a mask on, uh, with face ID. However, I've gone back to an alphanumeric, alphanumeric passcode, uh, which is, you know, just like a password, you know, same kind of rules that you would have to apply for your Apple ID password. Not telling you to do that. You know yourself better than I ever could. If you know you're not going to remember a super complex password or you're not going to want to type it in 2,700 times a day. Use the digits, just make it longer than six, right? Make it something that's a little bit more complex. And I'll give you a tip. If you are a old school texter and you know the T9 input, mm. my passcode during COVID when I was just using numbers was a T9. It was a word spelled, a couple of words spelled out with T9. Yeah. So take that with you. There you go. That, that's a good tip. And uh, I, I like how you threw in there to make sure to keep your passcodes for screen time and your phone pin different because if you don't, then it kind of makes the suggestion not helpful. Not helpful at all. Uh, well, perfect. Wasi. Uh, I appreciate you joining us. Is there anything else you wanted to mention on this before we close it up? Don't panic. Like, you know, it's, it's not a thing to panic about. Apple hasn't done anything wrong. Google hasn't done anything wrong. They were trying to do something for people's convenience. Uh, just like face ID is a convenient feature, right? But if you're under the right circumstances, that could be used against you to unlock your phone too. Hence the reason they put in that little bypass to force, you know, you to have to type in a passcode because, hey, let's say you're in a scenario where you get arrested or something or, or some law enforcement body it wants you to unlock your phone. All they have to do is hold you still and hold it up in front of your face. That's not a security flaw. That's just somebody abusing a convenience system. That's all this really is too. So don't panic. Just be mindful. 
And as we wrap it up and remind you to check out the podcast on Sunday to learn something, not quite sure what I'm going to post there. Maybe Demasi's video we can post on Sunday. Ah, there you go. Everything scheduled for that. And then Tuesday we'll go live at 10 a.m. Pacific time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern at acb.community for more information on how you can join in there. And I will close it up by saying, we mentioned Face ID throughout this entire episode, but this is applicable for iPhone SE users who just have Touch ID because the same type of gesture can make it so you still have to enter your pen. So as Tomasi mm-hmm. said, be aware. Be very aware. And check out Technically Working. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Keep forgetting to push that. 